Joes are in their studio over in Garland, Texas. Things you think you don't care about is back for season five with brand new guests and fun segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have a real good time with the average Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo. Yo soy es un Average Joe. And today with us, our special guest, Franklin Tank. How are we doing? Scott, how are you doing, bud? I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys? Good, man. Glad to have you. We've been trying to get you on for a minute. It's been about two years. <laughs> and you patiently awaited almost an hour for me to get here today. He, so he really did. That, that was He was a trooper. Uh, with no further ado... With zero further ado, it is our second birthday. Happy birthday, Joe. Feliz cumpleaños, hombre. <laughs> Mi and, hermano. And there is no better way that we'd like to celebrate this I mean, than with, uh, with our own little creation. I mean, it's my favorite song on my birthday. It, it, it? really is. Can't wait for this. It's been great. Oh, yeah. We're about to get it. It's our birthday, so you know we want to podcast. To be a guest, you got to come over to my house. Shoot the breezy as we record live. Sounds good, but sometimes I want to lash out. You say you don't, but I think you care about it. We're ready for action. Don't be astounded. We're switching the cameras. You feel surrounded. Tell me which topic you want Oh, you know I, oh, you know I I've been waiting, meet up Monday evening Been posting so you listen Oh, you know I, oh, you know I Don't need balloons and cake Just need your ears to listen to Birthday cast, birthday cast Keep it clean, That is officially my favorite moment of Average Joe's Media's history, I do believe. I mean, all I'm trying to say is, you're welcome, America. That's pretty great. Uh, to the world. Yeah. I mean, really. Well, re- absolutely, because of we're, how many countries and, and cities we're in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. What. Absolutely. I mean, that took a minute. And you know what? I feel like I, my execution may have, may have not been so great because I think it double it double played and it may be a little wah-wah-wah-wah on the, on the live. Here's but the deal. That's okay. I mean, we can splice it in. Average Joe's Media Productions. Yeah. You know, we're not just doing slideshows for graduations. No, we're not. We're not <laughs> we're, just doing party in places. I'm saying we're, we're spitting bars. That's right. We're producing tracks. Yeah, that's right. We're all about them beats. We're singing all of every part by one person. Yep, so. yep. At sat- yeah. Saturday morning at 7 o'clock. Wake it's, up in the morning. Uh, yeah, one part. Get it going. Mm-hmm. That's right. No, it's like four parts. 
Well, one person. By one person. Yeah. yeah. One, by, one by four. One by four. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Four. I was genuinely impressed. Thank you. Like, Thank you. That was, uh, that was great. You know, I do my best work on the throne. And so you wake up on a Saturday morning about 7, 7.30, take the dog outside, you go do your business, and all of a sudden, inspiration hits mm-hmm. while you're doing your business. Right. And you do your best business while you're doing your business. That's fair. That's all I'm saying. True so, just Speaking of. If anybody wants, if, if anybody wants the lyrics, <laughs> they are here. And uh, they're a little improv a little bit, but uh, you know, I, had to get, uh, I had to get the flow down. Yeah. I had to get the flow down. Once I find got, the right case. Once I got the flow, it flew. And it, and it flew well. It, it really did. You know what else happened the other morning? Yeah. It was a nice nice way to wake up. Yeah. We were, we were corresponding a little bit. Sure. And we were really close to a, yeah. to a mark. Yeah. And then we needed to just, you know, put it over the edge. Sure. We hit 10,000 din loads. Din loads. Din loads. 10,000 yeah. din loads. 10,000 10, din loads on our second be, birthday. Not to be confused with downloads. Yeah. It's din loads. We had some din loads, and I don't know if how many of you guys are familiar with <laughs> the din, din loads, loads, but the din loads help you with the downloads. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. a technical podcast term. Yeah. You know, we're the experts here. If you're just not in the podcast us. world, uh, you may just not have heard us. about it yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the din loads to get yeah. the downloads. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we hit 10,000, and we actually since, uh, since we hit 10,000, you know, it was a little. It took a little struggle to get from like ninety-seven or ninety-eight mm-hmm. to yeah. ten thousand. Now we're at like ten-three or ten. You know, ten-two. It's all about baby steps and growth. And well, yeah, but once you get it, it's almost like it. It just it passed you by. Mm-hmm. You know, so Joey fortunately was on the on the wire on the line mm-hmm. uh, long enough to he caught it as about like ten thousand eight something like that when he sent me a picture. Yeah, so it was pretty awesome. One I of those milestones like, we're excited about. I was trying to contribute a little bit. I got to give a hats off to my. My partner in crime here. You've absolutely. been putting in the work, spreading the good word lately. Yeah, well, absolutely. I, I wished I wished we were tag teaming that. Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> almost like it's almost like if we were tag teaming, we'd be at twenty thousand right now. It might be. I Just mean, saying. Just it, throwing that out there. I know. Well, where's, I'm, the I'm, bus? Yeah, where's the bus? Where's the bus? I'm uh, driving the bus. Yeah, I know. I, I definitely think it was a solo. Yeah. Uh, now we're moving into back into duos. Yeah, that's absolutely you know, right. Yeah. A little Fortnite reference there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been, once I've been we get a little occupied. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it takes a little work to go into, from a duet into a duel, you know? Yeah, yeah. So we just want to keep it into a duet here, okay? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so today the inspiration for this episode, not only because it's our birthday, you know, yeah. two years ago today, mm-hmm. we've... We launched our first episode in the Chili's in Wiley. In Wiley. We're nice. sitting down. We have a laptop. We have two mics that don't work that we didn't realize didn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, they were plugged into the computer. Joey's coming back, bringing the nostalgia nice. into the frame here. Yeah, I mean. And then uh, and we don't realize. So here's where all the magic started. That's right. We don't realize that those mics plugged into the laptop right. didn't work because, you know, I wasn't nearly as tech savvy in terms of this audio right. setup mm-hmm. as I have become or as I have been learned mm-hmm. to become. And, uh, and so anyway, so I didn't change the audio settings on that laptop. Uh, so it's still catching mm-hmm. the audio from uh, from the just a little mic insert on the side right. of the laptop, which means it's also catching all the background noise and yeah, all that other stuff. Course. And so I have since gone through, I've actually unpublished all the ones that didn't hit a certain criteria and downloads. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, I went through seasons one, two, and three because those are the ones predominantly where the the audio was not near so great. But the ones that people listen to, I kept on. Yeah. Just why not? Yeah. So, uh, but it was pretty. It's pretty great because we went what three to four episodes, maybe. 
finish what you thought was with the mics. Oh, and we were we were trying to test them. And we were trying to get better sound quality mm-hmm. and critiquing each other with those mics. The, yeah, at the beginning, work, yeah, still not working. We went like twenty or more before the mixer started really working. No, before we realized though the mics weren't working is what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, uh, I think we might have put them up for show, like they were decoration pieces, and we knew they didn't work. What we're doing, it's not really working. Yeah, once I got once I got this house and this room set up, uh, we just we put the mics away and we just said, "Hey, just talk over the laptop." Right. (laughs) So, anyways, but it worked out. We hey, listen, all I was told whenever we started podcast is just start recording. Mm -hmm. You'll learn as you go, and and we have so 108 episodes today, number 108. Two years later, and uh, two years later, and. The setup is just a, a continual work in progress, and I'm loving it. It's legit. I'm, if, if I was a recording artist, I'd be here. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, once we're, you, we're, we're moving into it, that, that that world. We I clearly guess. are <laughs> jumping into that that vein. So when that, when that remix is ready, that's right. We'll, yeah. That's right. Real quick, we have a <clears throat> I consider a very special guest watching right now who okay. just commented. Yeah, uh, Coach Dotson. Oh yeah. We'll give a shout out to Coach. Coach, we love yeah. you, sir. Yeah, man. Hope you're hope you're feeling good. Yep. Hey, I hope the family's feeling good. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Big guy. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so uh, not only is it our birthday, but last episode my brother was in and anticipated to be in today, but he brought up a good topic, a topic that we have, we've danced around having this episode over ratios, mm-hmm. okay? And so the inspiration for ratios came from uh, this simple, this simple you know, demonstration. We have the Oreos, the regular, original, hard-to-beat classic Oreo. Mm-hmm. The OG. The America's, OG America's Oreo. And then, uh, you know, the the uh, South Dallas pretty people, North Dallas pretty people, I don't know what he says on, who is it that says that? Randy Galloway or something. Yeah. Like, okay, Randy Galloway, something like that, says like the North Dallas pretty people, I don't remember who he says. But... They got real carb conscious, mm-hmm. and so then the thins were made to to get the wealthy society eating Oreos. Basically, <laughs> the people that are really, really concerned with you know wanting a, wanting a cookie but not wanting right. too much uh, carbs, right? And then the, this was the I don't give an f people yes. that said I really like the stuff. When All double stuff is not good enough, right? Go with most stuff. Yeah, most stuff. there was. There's. I think there's one between double I, stuff and I, this I'm one. Pretty sure there's a triple. Stuff. There's like a mega stuff. You're gonna, there's a mega stuff we're, we're and then the most stuff. Because I just want to see. You're gonna eat it. You, you want what me up? to open it up right now? You want to open up the most stuff? There's only four. Co- there's only four cookies in here. There's twelve cookies worth of stuff, mm-hmm. but there's yeah, only four cookies. actual cookies. I, I'm not necessarily going to eat. You're going to eat one. If I'm opening it, you're eating it. That's fine. Okay. Sounds legit. I mean, all right. You you have one too. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's here. Right. Why not? All right, here we go. I never even had the mega stuff, so I'm just I'm skipping a whole. You're skipping a whole stuff. I'm skipping, I'm skipping the whole stuff. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, there it is. I think. Uh, I mean, it's like a little bit more than double stuff. Yeah, it's just like this is kind of the the package. The, even the picture itself is a little. Uh, this is very misleading. It's it a, it's a little bit misleading, but I think if you take out the thin, and put it up against here. It's exactly leading. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying. Mm. Wow. Listen, Oreo did something right mm-hmm. in terms of how they make the stuff. Mm-hmm. They did something wrong in how much stuff is in there. Okay, so the conversation here begins with, uh, if you're eating an Oreo, 
and you press it down, and the mm-hmm. stuff spreads. If there's too much spreadage, mm-hmm. it's it's too much stuff. Yeah, I'd have to agree that from a ratio perspective, this is uh, too much stuff to cookie. Yeah, absolutely. You want you want the proper ratio of yeah. stuff to cookie. Now I'm gonna finish eating. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um, I don't know if y'all like me. I eat cupcakes, right? And there's like a two inch layer of icing. Yeah, I usually take that inch off, maybe inch and a half. Yeah, and then I will cut the cupcake in half, flip it over a little sandwich. Okay, so yeah, That's you got cake, good idea. cakes to icing, right? Mm-hmm. You got. My brother takes all the icing off. He didn't like any icing. Mm-hmm. Now, that also explains why he says the thins are the proper ratio of cookie to icing or cooking to stu- cookie to stuff. Good point. Well, I like the thins because I don't mind them every once in a while because you can just have a taste of something. Right. Yeah. Without having too much of it. I don't mind the thins because every now and then you can have 40 of them, whereas you can only have like 8 to 10 of the regular Oreos. Yeah. 40 thins equals one basic stuff. So. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. Well, y'all, one y'all feel the stuff. same way with miniature or fun size candy? Like, I prefer, like, the fun size or miniature size yeah. candy. Absolutely. You get okay. a bite of it. It's not, you're not eating, like, a whole candy bar. I'm okay. Not gonna lie to you. If I'm going to eat it, I'm just going to, I'm going to get the regular size. I can't. The mini's almost, it's, here, here's have a taste, but you can't really get the fulfillment of it. That's right. So, so I'm more on that line in terms of the size of the candy bar. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I actually despise the fun size candy bar because I will eat six or seven of them, mm-hmm. which actually equates to like two full candy bars. Right. But compared to the minute, well, it depends on the one. Like Snickers, I prefer the fun size Snickers. The miniature Snickers is ridiculous to me. It's, yeah, those too are much. The- there's too much filling to chocolate there. No, there's just not enough of any of it. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, it's like. I don't know. It just doesn't taste the same. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it definitely does taste the same. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing different about the taste of a miniature peanuts. Snickers maybe to a fine size Snickers. Too many peanuts. Yeah, there might be, but some of the things aren't bad, like the Hershey. Uh, what they call them, like the nuggets or whatever, like the, the, the fairly the fat Hershey ones. Hershey almond nuggets. Yeah, those, those aren't bad. Good. I'll eat those. The yeah. what? Oh yeah, the nugget. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so my deal with the candy bars is number one. You do have you have this this theory that if you have just a few of these small ones, you're eating less than a regular candy bar. That is right. That which is absolutely false. Right. Because you're eating the same or more because you don't feel like you're eating a full candy. It's a psychological thing. One hundred percent. My deal with with candy bars. If we're going chocolate with the nougat or caramel or whatever, any of those combinations, there has to be a proper ratio of nougat to chocolate. Or nougat to the other rest of the filling. Hmm. So the uh, the three musketeers, mm-hmm. way off on the nougat to chocolate ratio. Obviously, there's only nougat I in there. Just, I despise three musketeers. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, see, I will eat a three musketeers if it's the only thing that's left in the in the trick or treat basket. Mm-hmm. And I'm and I'm wanting something candy because it it has the chocolate. The mm-hmm. chocolate has the sweet. It gets me. It gets me where I want to go if yep. there's nothing else. Yep. But if I'm looking at a Three Musketeers, uh, Milky Way, a Snickers, um, it, uh, there's I'm sure there's another one. There's a Zero Bar that has nougat, nougat in it, but it's a white chocolate. Uh, it's like a white chocolate almond Snickers. Okay, um, Three Musketeers is is way down the list. Yeah, Absolutely way down the list. Out the car. Absolutely. Yeah. So the Zero Bar has too little caramel in it mm-hmm. compared to the nougat and like the regular snickers the snickers right. has a, a proper amount of caramel peanut to nougat ratio in my opinion the snickers is the best ratio mm-hmm. now the other thing you get into is who doesn't like peanuts in their candy right, right? so my dad if there's peanuts in it he won't eat it mm-hmm. so uh 
So he'll he would prefer a if he were to have a candy bar, he prefer the Milky Way. Right. It's you know it's caramel, nougat, chocolate, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And which is fine, which is fine. But mm-hmm. to me, there need that that peanut element uh, kind of deflates the the caramel. To me, the the Milky Way is overloaded in the caramel. See, I, I think the Take it. Five might be the best single bite candy bar wise. Okay, the Take Five is a relatively new one. That's the one that has yeah. the pretzel. And yeah, like pretzels, peanut, nougat, caramel, chocolate. It's good stuff. Peanut wow. butter too, I think. Okay, okay. At that point in time, you're looking at now. You're looking at ratios of multiple things. Yeah, pretzels. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like the best. Ra- I think it's the best of all worlds. Is what I'm saying. Like, okay. If you love if you love chocolatey candy bar-y type mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Right. Okay. That's your most bang for your buck. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. So ratios, uh, ratios are are not only here in in the cookies and the candy section of of food, mm-hmm. but we also have like hot dog the 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 entree portion Mm -hmm. okay so you go and you you buy some hot dogs at the store you get some buns what is the what's the more disappointing ratio too much bun too little dog or too much dog and too little bun i've I've been in both situations absolutely Um, i think most of us have in terms because sometimes it's not the dog sometimes it's like the sausage and like or the uh the bratwurst or whatever which Mm -hmm overshadows the bun correct but you try still want to try to mm-hmm. to have that so which which is worse the less bread mm. to wiener or more wiener than bun i mean in a different in a different yeah. type of conversation yeah. i mean i'm like there's so many different ways i could go with this right yeah. now but i'd have to say for me i'm not that picky on the bread yeah because the bread's really just a vehicle uh-huh. Hot dog. I'm more concerned about the hot dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. However, pretzel buns, like from Wiener Schnitzel. Uh huh. Have you ever had those before? Okay. That stuff's good. That's a little bit different. Like on a, on a pretzel bun, I could care less about what kind of hot dog it is because I'm there for the pretzel, the pretzel and the bun. cheese. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But outside of but, that, but no. But the the question remains: Would you rather have like a like a you know one of those uh, hors d'oeuvre style weenies on a six inch pretzel bun, mm-hmm. or would you rather have uh, an eight nine inch regular half pound hot dog, whatever it is, mm-hmm. ballpark Frank, for that pretzel bun. Which one would you rather have? Uh, bigger's better. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, you'd rather in this case you'd rather have. I was really stressing on how I was going to answer. That. Absolutely. I was waiting for that. Frank Absolutely. Frank's is better. Yeah. So you'd rather have you'd rather have more hot dog than bun mm-hmm. on the hot dog. Yes. Okay, and then you start to look at this goes beyond in different facets of of food. Right. Burgers. Mm-hmm. The the bun to patty ratio. So I'm very specific. I, if I'm gonna if I'm cooking for a bunch of people, then I'm going to Walmart and I'm getting the you know twelve twenty four pack. And I know they're gonna shrink up, so I buy the smaller buns. Oh, I'm saying you good better. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> if I'm just cooking, you know, for maybe four or five, if I was cooking for us, yeah, I'd go to Sam's and I'm getting the the big quarter pound. Yeah. And I know they're not gonna shrink up. They're gonna stay a pretty right. good size. Yeah. Then I'm gonna buy the buns. They either go with it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I so, think as a, as a grill master, you're, you're spot on there. You don't want to mm-hmm. have the meat be smaller than the bun no. when you're cooking. Well, absolutely. Beans. Absolutely. But if you do, yeah. you put a second patty on. True. And yeah, then you, you even the ratio of, of yes. patty to bun. Mm-hmm. So what you don't want to have, I think, is you don't want to have the buns are so small that the patty, like, drapes over the bun. Right. Right? And then at that point in time, now whatever grease is on the 
on the patty. Mm-hmm. Now, completely s- makes the the bottom part of the bun completely it's soggy, non-existent. It, absolutely, it like disintegrates underneath the patty, and you have basically a, a half a carb of burger, mm-hmm. right? And so you have to find that 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 niche. Well, how many places have like a three patty burger or a four patty? Like Dairy Queen has huge the Hunger Busters, Griff's. Griff's I've, I've never been to Griff's. Never been to Griff's. Whoa. What? Whoa! It's, a, it's institution. Whoa. Okay. I mean, up in Goodness the 2000s, gracious. you could still smoke in there. That was the crazy thing. A fast food restaurant with ashtrays. It was strange, but it was very Garland. It, they, you know what I mean? It yeah. is Garland. Man, I, I haven't <laughs> yeah. been to Griff's. We're, we're fixing that this, Good this gracious. Thanksgiving break. Man. Okay. We well. might just go tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, man. Like, Which is good. Where, so where is Griff's? Uh, Buckingham and Shiloh, Jupiter? Shiloh Jupiter. I think right. that explains why I haven't been over there. Well, you got, you got the whole, yeah, the old Garland or uh, the floor shop that's now like a Cricket Mobile, the Albertsons, mm-hmm. and then the Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, yeah. my stomping grounds have always been this southern part of Garland, almost Mesquite area. I mean, I grew up uh, right off of Centerville and Broadway, and then mm-hmm. my family kind of migrated down Broadway towards the I thirty, mm-hmm. and then that's pretty much where I've been. You have know? you at least been at Fina Tacos? Dude, thank you. Fina Tacos? Yeah. Where's that? Yes. It's on Miller. Yeah, it used to be Shell, and then it turned to Fina? Nope. Yeah, well, so, this is the one I told you about where the train stopped in the middle of rush hour. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and everybody was honking and freaking out because it's like a multiple point intersection there next to where Saturn feeds in. Okay. And uh, is the conductors were then running with a bunch of sacks of tacos. No, no. Okay, we need to add that on the list. We got a lot okay, of places. Lot. Okay, so tell me about these tacos. Let's get back on point here with ratios. Uh, if I have these tacos, are we gonna have uh, are we gonna have a lot of a proper ratio of meat and filling to tortilla? Yeah. Or is the I mean, because here I'd rather the meat fall out of the tortilla. It 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 will. It will. It will. It's, it's, even, a, it's even double tortilla up for you. Yeah, it's yes. double tortilla. Yeah. And meat falls out. Right. To mm-hmm. to balance the tortilla to yeah. meat ratio. It's yep. amazing. A little onion cilantro. I would much mm-hmm. rather fork the meat out, the leftover meat out of the plate. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's this is what's going to happen. You at, almost Fina tacos, or you get an extra tor- couple tortillas. Go. Okay, and make yeah. a new one. You can and you make a route. new one. Okay. Yeah, you just sop it up, man. Just, oh, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah, because they're going to take those tortillas and they're going to dip it in the meat juice. I feel like I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm I feel like right the, now I'm out of my league you, here. So yeah, good. In, in some in capacity, I feel like I am. Just I mean, a little bit. Listen, after the story you've given about you and Adam and playing basketball at Saturn Road, you should have just taken it onto the Fina afterwards. I should take it to the should take to the Fina tacos right after that. They're always good. Doesn't matter if you go four o'clock in the morning four o'clock in the afternoon they're always good okay okay uh so fina tacos and griff's burgers you're telling me that i got to take the and and the ratios are appropriate proper life-changing ratios of the burger and tacos well the burgers i think for me are more like what the like the throwback to the original mcdonald's i mean they're tiny burgers yeah Mm -hmm. like you throw like 10 in a sack you know what i mean you probably can eat a couple if i remember it correctly old griff's the Okay. Newer, I guess. So since I've been going to Griff's, okay. me and my brother would go play basketball, Hawford Park. Okay. Oh, yeah. We're okay. going to Griff's, yep. and we're automatically going to, going to Griff's and Whataburger size now. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, so imagine a triple meat Whataburger, which oh. Whataburger has triple meat. By yeah, the they, do. So, they do. Um, you know, when we get. throwback you feel. Know- and taste. Mm. That's awesome. Griff's. Okay. Triple meat. Oh, goodness. I don't, I don't, I don't know if my. If, you, if I can handle it, yeah, you won't trying. eat for the rest of the day, but yeah. you'll be you'll be happy. So you're saying I need to prep for a day or two before I do this? I would I would do that. Okay, so uh, you know and, when we and, get and giving shout out to Crohn's, maybe 
Maybe give yourself a day and a half cushion afterwards. Afterwards. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just, no plans, guys. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm not well, going anywhere. <laughs> just get Griff's. Just do Griff's and the tacos at the same day. Yeah, okay. You know, so, so you just get it so, all. And make sure that's like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I have time for Thanksgiving right. and everything. Okay. That's probably a good idea. So uh, so Whataburger, you know, we get we get fed Whataburger at, at the school after yeah. a football game. It's either Whataburger, Canes, or uh, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. And so the Whataburger, the double meat Whataburger, too much of a ratio for me. Is it? Yeah, like I can't. It's. I think a, a patty and a half would be mm-hmm. fine, but the double patty is just too much. You, uh, yeah, with you. Well, be and hungry. I generally am because it's like eleven o'clock when we get it after the game, and I right. haven't eaten since one ish. I'm, I'm gonna tell yeah. you the trick. So, I a single meat to me, it might just be a mental thing because, mm-hmm. like you know, we were younger in our younger days, eating the double meat all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's a little too much. Going after the triple meat because we thought we could. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had a one pound burger at Bennigan's one time, which, don't get me started, the one pound burger, way wrong on the ratio. However, they did try to get the bun to match the meat on the ratio. They tried really hard. And Bennigan's, you know, Bennigan's not really around much anymore, if if at all. Monte Crisco. But it was in. uh, All about that Monte Crisco. But the the Bennigan's, it was in. it was in College Station or Arlington. I forget which one it was. Mm-hmm. It, it was a fraternity thing. I bet some guys I could eat a one-pound burger in five minutes. Mm-hmm. And so I took a – I got this thing. Like, no way you can eat this thing in five minutes. I took one bite of it. Like, And it wasn't a very big bite. I was like, oh, yeah, I can do it. Mm-hmm. It was like five minutes and 20 seconds. And, you know, they, they gave me the 59-second cushion there right. after the five minutes. and Because, uh, you know, it didn't quite go to six. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that next morning or that same night, early morning – I'm yakking all that stuff up, oh, man. I, I'm trying to sleep. I'm laying on a pound of meat plus a, mm. a, a quarter pound or more of bread and stuff, you yeah. know. And uh, I had never eaten that much stuff, put it in my belly that quickly. And so I'm laying on it, trying to sleep, mm. and I'm tossing, turning. I'm, mm-hmm. my, you know, I'm, man, my knees are up into my chest, and I'm just like, oh, just go away, you know, just process or something. Right. And then about 2 o'clock, 2.30 in the morning, I go to the bathroom, and I'm just sitting by the toilet, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, it's coming one way or the other, right. and I just need to be ready because this is not going to be good, mm-hmm. and it just came back, yeah. and uh, it, I did not have a burger for at least a month or two I after that because, sounds legit. I mean, there was zero taste mm-hmm. for it, and man, it was the worst experiment. I, I'm glad I accomplished the five minute goal according right. to what they allowed mm-hmm. and uh but i'll never do that again i, I will just ever. something i would never ever do because i just want to i just feel like it's a setup for failure well it is and so the fogo de chow mm. stuff that is uh Ooh. that episode at bennigan's has governed how i approach the fogo de chow uh, small bites mm-hmm. and small portions that they cut off and only when i'm ready Right, and yeah. I'll, I'll sit there for two hours, yeah, and and just eat small portions. I may eat a bunch, and it, I need a day or two after that, right? Yeah. But uh, we, we got to be more strategic this next go around because I, I think we, I think all of us maybe pushed the limit a little bit last time. I think I think that's possibly true. I'm thinking next time. Plus, I'm we're getting old men because I mean, all three of us, me, you, and Adam, we're like, oh, we need roll aids. Yep, Tom's just walking <laughs> yeah. out of the place. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so. Uh, I think next time I'm just every time they come around with the uh, fillet, bring it down. Pretty much, bring it down, chop it off. Just give me the whole slab right there, and they won't come again for another twenty minutes. Well, I mean, dinner's. Fun. I wouldn't even mind trying to do like a late lunch. Yeah. Oh, something. so we have more time in the day to let that yeah. process. Mm-hmm. 
and then we can sleep yeah. after maybe uh, letting some of it go through us. Well, yeah, and then hopefully we'll have a we'll have a fourth. Oh, for the table. So yeah, Saturday might be easier. Saturday, Saturday, a Saturday. Oh, a Saturday. A Saturday. Yeah. A Saturday. Oh yeah, this I about to tell you, this Saturday. I'm I'm out. But okay, so. Just so real quick before FYI on the Whataburger, yeah, uh, the double the Whataburger the double Whataburger Junior, yeah. yeah, that's a nice size burger because it's not it the is. oversized bun, okay, right. but you feel like you're you still feel like you're kind of mm-hmm. eating a double, but I'm you're not you. killing yourself, yeah. okay. The double Whataburger Junior, the Whataburger is Junior. a good meat to bun ratio, yeah. right? It's okay. slightly bigger than the double cheeseburger from McDonald's, yep, okay, and you still have the water. You still got the Whataburger. Taste. They miniaturize okay. the ratio because the other thing I was going to say out of I love. Fresh vegetables on a burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I struggle when I have like four inches of vegetables. Right. Uh, yes. And a centimeter of meat. You know, yeah. like making them at home, especially, is even more challenging, right? Because, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, but I think Whataburger probably gets it better than anyone else yeah. I've seen. I'd agree with, with you. With how they execute the ratio of lettuce, onion, tomatoes. I mean, there's a whole lot of burger places out there, I'm sure, that would contest that statement. Well, not that you haven't, you haven't necessarily been to them, but. That's fair. Okay. If they want to send us. You some know, samples. Some samples. Yes. Yeah, bring it on. Then we're here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We're 3605. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so uh, now I feel like I might be in the minority here uh, in terms of how I do pizza, okay? Mm-hmm. But whenever I get pizza, I feel like the sauce is the number one uh, thing that defines the pizza. Oh, no, no. I'm, it's, I'm it's... a cheese. Yep. I'm a cheese guy. Really? Yeah. Really? So, like mozzarella cheese or or, no. or American olive uh, oils. Okay. Yeah. Or, or is that the place? Yeah. They use. I don't know what kind of cheese they use. Okay. But there's not everybody uses that kind of cheese, and so there's a distinct taste difference. Uh huh. And so I like, for example, I'm a fan of that. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, so my biggest thing is if, if there's not enough sauce on the pizza, the pizza's not good. So I always go double. I just go extra cheese. I just that's my thing. Yep. And just because I'm. I have had places, Pizza Hut, Papa John's, yep. where sometimes the, the sauce ratio is really good and uh-huh. it balances out. Okay. And sometimes it's too much. Mm-hmm. And it's just sauce and then like a little bit of cheese. And it's like, eh. Okay, so this is so this is where this comes from for me. If I have spaghetti and I don't have enough sauce to noodles, mm-hmm. I'd, I would go heavy on the sauce because I'd rather not eat dry noodles. Right. I'm but, with you. So I'm in the same boat for pizza. Okay. I'd rather not eat dry pizza. See, for spaghetti, I'm also, I have to have the right ratio. A Parmesan cheese on mine. Yeah. Okay. D. Okay. Spaghetti. Okay, but pressure. okay, but that's an additive that you're putting on there. In no, terms, it, of, it changes the whole your whole texture consistency. It sure, certainly it does. But my point is, is whenever you're whenever you have the spaghetti, the spaghetti is not served to you with that. So if you have a spaghetti with light on the sauce, mm-hmm. you're putting the Parmesan cheese on there. It's not going to change the ratio of noodle to sauce. Right. Oh, see, I'm thinking more see, about homemade because, like, because you can cook. Spaghetti for like less than five dollars for a large family. Yeah, I don't think I've ever ordered spaghetti at a restaurant before. Like, maybe I can't, I can't maybe do twice it. in my life. Yeah, maybe I was younger, but like I yeah. can't physically right. do it because. Yeah. So my spaghetti yeah. question. Well, spaghetti's you, what, what eighteen cents to make a portion of spaghetti. Why are we going to yeah. pay twenty bucks to exactly. spaghetti? Do y'all mix it all together, or are y'all noodles separate and then put the sauce on and then mix it up? I'm a well, I'm a I'm separate at the beginning, mm-hmm. right? So I'm cooking it. And then when I serve it, I put the noodles on, then put the sauce on. But once I'm done fixing a plate for everybody, right. then I'll pour the sauce into the noodle, no- and gotcha. then it'll stay stay there. The kids love my mom's, um, and it's it's incredibly simple, but mm-hmm. it's the best. And she's always done it. It's two things separate. Yeah. For me though, uh, whenever I've made it in the past, it seemed more practical for me prepare the meat, then put the sauce once the pasta's done. All right. 
just mix it all together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because it, from a practicality standpoint. Right. So that's well, I'd, kind of I'd argue thing. practicality uh, ventures on the side of leaving the sauce outside of the noodles because the noodles will absorb the sauce. And if you if the noodles go, you know, kind of hard and dry, you can recook some some other noodles and you still have some sauce ready to go. So for me, it was with me and just me and the kids. Yeah. Um, I did it from the standpoint of the kids couldn't inadvertently screw each other. Because oh. what happened... One would take all the sauce. sauce oh, yeah, other. like, oh, yeah. you know... There's you know, no more sauce. Jordan right. got all the meat, or, like, Jack yeah. got all the sauce, or Grace's got all... You know, like, yeah. Oh, no, I definitely keep the sauce and the meat together mm-hmm. if I keep the sauce and right, the noodles you, separate. Yeah, but you know how, like, you yeah. you can skim off the sauce and you're just yeah, getting the right. meat, you Okay, know? oh, I So mixing it all together... So you get that scoop with those. four equal portions. Yeah, there's no there's no mix-up there because everybody's getting So you determine the ratio, the preset ratio... Your spaghetti is a preset ratio for your kids. When it was just me making it, yeah. Yeah, when it, whenever it was your kids, you put it all together. Yeah. Hey, here's the spaghetti. Yeah, just okay. split it four so ways. So nobody can screw each other mm-hmm. Yeah, and on, you're not fighting over the ratio of, uh, okay. of seconds to thirds or whatever. Okay, okay, okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have... Okay, so if we can go we can go longer with food if you want, but uh, other things in life, what are some other ratios? What are some other things where there can be too much of that ratio? Okay, so one thing that came across, I, I found an app today, mm-hmm. and it talked about uh, uh, PDA, right? Have you ever been in a situation or seen somebody in a situation where the PDA was the ratio of PDA to just normal going about your day mm-hmm. was just way too much? Well, I work in middle school. Okay, absolutely. So <laughs> I work in a high school. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, PDA. So, there, is a, there is a proper ratio mm-hmm. of PDA. Mm-hmm. A, a kiss is fine. A hug is fine. Yeah. Holding hands is fine. But when you just... It's when you're each other down. when you're mugging down in the corner, mm-hmm. right? As if nobody's there, right? Right? You just have to. You got to be conscious, and these kids aren't. They not at all. So they don't care. I don't know. I've never seen. I haven't personally seen adults uh, in a public setting mm-hmm. go to town. Uh, yeah. uh, I haven't seen it. Maybe I just haven't noticed it. Right. Yeah. But there's a there's a proper ratio of, of PDA. Would you agree with that? Oh. It depends on the setting. I mean, I mean, like, so I think at a concert, mm-hmm. maybe the fair, pr- pretty much any place where there's there's gonna your people are gonna be there for more than a couple hours and alcohol is served. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My my personal experience, you're going to see the inappropriate ratio. Okay, with mm-hmm. a handful of people because sure. they don't know how to handle themselves. Okay, but the, but so what you're saying is there is a appropriate ratio and inappropriate ratio. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Obviously, you start losing articles of clothing That's you're little, you're jumping into yeah. the inappropriate ratio yeah. or, or you know too much you know, pump your brakes a little bit right but uh you know if, if that's not happening is there a point where it becomes excessive if is, the, is right the point taking me, the stuff like, off or is the point like lengthy are you, are you holding up the line like are we in line trying to get something to eat and y'all decide this to make out like okay you know, peter parker did on spider-man okay or, you know Right, and then yeah. like lines moving, the guys calling, "Hey, next person in line, but y'all are still kissing." I'm having a little issue there, right? Okay, I, you know, I'm trying to eat. I think also the ratio. I mean, I think the ratios are also dependent upon the situation. Okay, mm-hmm. and and maybe the people a little bit because some people like you know you hear more and more people talk about love languages. Oh, okay, and stuff like that. So it wow. might be their thing is no, like to always be with tongue me down in public. That's my love right. language. Well, no, yeah, <laughs> love language. But I mean, I think sometimes people can even be just too excessive with what we've t- talked about as the appropriate uh-huh. uh, amounts of it. Like they are unable to be separated from each other, uh, or they're hanging all, all over each other, right? You know, or there's like uh, random groping. Yeah, yeah. you know. Now, I, I think there's an appropriate ratio of the say, random yeah, groping. And I also think that's depend on the 
people themselves. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, if that's their relationship, right. I mean, a little bit of a little bit of squeezy squeezy is not that bad. Yeah. No, but I'm saying I agree with you that okay. I'm saying, but in some of those scenarios, you might not. They might not be making out in line, mm-hmm. but they can excessively be doing the groping. They can excessively be hanging all over each other. Mm-hmm. I think that is okay. Another aspect where the ratio can extend too far. Extend too far. Okay, absolutely. Okay, what else? Uh, what else is do ratios affect? Ratios affect you on a daily on a daily basis. Right. Okay, what other scenarios are, are? Is there a ratio that's regularly infringed upon or regularly inappropriate? Hmm. Classroom settings right now. Okay. Kids. I mean, with our current climate. Right. Uh, the number of kids in the classroom. Okay. With the expectations that we're going to keep them six feet apart. Quote okay. Quote. Um, that's it's it's not going to happen. No, there's uh, there's no way that that we can maintain no. uh, the school size with the classroom size that's expected. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the 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 mandates out there right now mm-hmm. are. are Throwing ratios out of whack right. in terms of teacher to student, mm-hmm. which to me this is the best possible ratio that you could have: mm-hmm. fifteen kids or less in a classroom to a right. teacher. That's the that's where you're most effective. I agree. There is fewer people to cause problems. Mm-hmm. If they do cause problems, there's fewer people for them to interact with. Correct. And then there's fewer problems for you to have to handle yeah. in class, and you can do more teaching. All right. You can get to one on one more often as mm-hmm. well. So this is a proper. This is the most appropriate ratio. Yeah teacher to student that exists i i think the settings with that too you got your peers yep. are hey dude stop you're being dumb like you're causing the rest of those issues i absolutely. think that, that peer pressure comes in there too i think absolutely mm-hmm. you know when there's more people jumping in there's a lot less people trying to stop it right so uh i like the i like the teacher to student ratio the way it's played out mm-hmm. i don't like the ratio of uh Having to having kids in classroom versus kids online. Yes, that is ridiculous. It's absolutely insane to mm-hmm. try to concurrently teach virtual and physical right. presence. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you know, I, I put all my kids on virtual. Yeah, even if they're in my classroom. Do you? Yeah, get on the Google Meet because these kids aren't going to suffer because you came to school, right. and y'all aren't going to suffer because they stayed home. Right. So every they can hear me, so they just turn their volume down. They can hear me yeah. in the classroom, mm-hmm. and then obviously they should be having their volume up at home. All right. And then I teach, and everything I do is on, uh, um, like uh, Paint. Yeah. I, I just I type it up, mm-hmm. and uh, I do Control, uh, Control Cut, Control Paste, right. and go backwards and mm-hmm. forwards, and it, it pops up in the right places and stuff. Nice. And it works out real good. And uh, and then I have a preset picture of notes right. that I can. Uh, that I can just add to Canvas, add to the, mm-hmm. the, the class page. Good old Canvas. We love Canvas. Oh, yeah. And so the only thing that doesn't do is I, you know, we can't record the meet. Right. So, which I think is kind of bogus, but whatever. Mm-hmm. is a HIPAA, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you know, now they have a page of notes that was gone over in class. Mm-hmm. And it's in order the way it went over. If I could just record the Google Meet, then they could have the video right. of me explaining it as well. So, anyways, uh, yeah. once I figure that out, it'll be you know they'll have everything if they miss class or mm-hmm. if they uh, if if their mom called them aside to do the laundry because they're home right. or whatever, uh, which those situations are happening all the time. Now. Oh yeah, of course. So I mean, parents are taking advantage of the situation. They are. Students are taking advantage of the situation. Definitely. The ratio of who is probably paying attention to who is not is out of whack. It's definitely out of whack. And so uh, it's harder for us to fail the kids. Yes. Because 
uh, of all the documentation that is required to mm-hmm. fail children nowadays. Mm-hmm. How much work did you do to not fail them? Right. Uh, way more than they did. <laughs> way more, even if I didn't right. make as many parent phone calls yeah. or contacts as you. I did way more work than the student, and mm-hmm. I still can't fail them without more work. work. Yep. It's ridiculous. So that ratio is completely I have found, though, I do give a little bit of kudos to all the crap going on because I have made more contact with parents in my eight years of teaching. It's probably the most contact I've made with parents just because I'm trying to cover myself. Yeah, absolutely. And then recording myself on Loom. I've done that a lot. So now there's no excuse. If you miss your absent or the internet lost out, when you get back in, hey, guess what? Go press that link right there. Yeah. And everything we did in class, you're getting right there. Absolutely. And so what you're seeing, what you're feeling right now is become you're becoming a better educator. Mm-hmm. Not that you were a bad one in, in the first place, but right. you're getting more tools under your belt Correct. that you didn't have before, mm-hmm. and it's, and I mean, it, it, they forced you to do it, right? Because of the situation. You know, I've been doing this since I was started at Rowlett. I started my website mm-hmm. day one, twelve years ago, right. or, or you know, maybe day twenty, whenever we had one of those in-service days. Mm-hmm. And website creation was one of the classes, and so I made a website to try to put all my stuff online. Well, right. eleven years later. The government forced that. Right. And so that went right into my wheelhouse. And so making the stuff, I'm getting a little overwhelmed right now making it because I had all my geometry stuff done. Yeah. Um, man, five, six, seven years ago. Mm-hmm. And then they took me out of geometry. Mm-hmm. And so I'm having to play catch up back to where I was. Hey, go do this again for me. <laughs> exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. So anyways, that's the rough part for me and just right. trying to keep all my stuff going. But uh, but yeah, man, the ratio right now in schools is 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 great, and at the same time, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, see, I think uh, another ratio on that subject would be, I think, for parents who are working from home, yeah, yeah. and their kids are e-learning, your ratios of like your attention span really have shifted too. Right. To where when you're working, like there was a a little bit, more, you might have worked longer hours, but there was a distinct cutoff. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving work now. Right. I'm, I'm going to go home. Um, I know I have this amount of these times during the day that I can dedicate to talking to teachers, this, that, and the other. Right. But at home, with it's all a blur now between between working, helping support the students throughout the day, right. teachers reaching out. Mm-hmm. You kind of lose track of time sometimes. Yep. Um, 100% agree. Absolutely. So it's more challenging. It's really weird because you're with your kids more. Mm-hmm. Things have slowed down just a tad. Yep. Right. But because those two worlds have all blended, your home life, your school life, your work it's life. It's all different. It's, it, I feel less dialed in yep. than I ever have before in the mm-hmm. kids. Well, and um, so here's the other thing is that you have that ratio that you have to deal with on a daily basis that is now different now. Yeah. Right? So the ratio for your own sanity of home life to work life yeah. to per- parental life, mm-hmm. I don't even call that, because I think home life and parental life are similar same. but different, right? Because right? Uh, you can be at home and not have to be a parent right. while you're parenting. I mean, yeah. your kids do what they're supposed to be doing, and then you don't have to be any, any kind of discipline. Any Lock kind the of, back door. Right. You don't yeah. have to like be on guard right. all the time like a... Like you know, you're, but they are one and the same because they happen at home. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, every day you're normally working eight hours right. a day. Uh, you go to work, you do the stuff, you come home, you unwind, you, you do what you got to do in terms of your kids for dinner or for, uh, homework or you name it. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so you have to balance that. And people without a good balance in that ratio generally have the toughest time getting through the day. Right. Right. And their work is generally their release. Yeah. Like they go to work to get away from everything. Right. Or they go home to get away from work because they hate their job. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you find that proper ratio of how much am I putting out for work? How much am I 
whatever mm-hmm. uh, at home, then you have then you have a, a balance where you go to work, you feel pretty good, you get your stuff done, you go home, you feel really good, you got a good relationship with your kids. Right. Uh, you know, you, you you put a good meal on the table or you or you get a great meal coming yeah. home whenever you're taken out or whatever. And so, but that proper ratio really, really affects every aspect of your life. If mm-hmm. you're not balancing those three facets, if you have kids, if you don't have kids, then obviously there's only, there's really only two. Yeah. Uh, so I guess you could throw a relationship in there if you don't have kids. Right. You know, but... Well, I'd say just kind of building on that as, um, you know, our kids are getting older. Yep. I think the other interesting ratio is um, your how much your kids need you and the time that you're spending with your kids. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas in the beginning, your kids need you a whole lot. Yeah. But Everything. you still have some disconnect time from the standpoint right. they sleep a lot or mm-hmm. you put them in a car seat. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They're contained. Yeah. Then you see those starting to kind of shift yes. and, and rise and, sh- and go together. And then as they continue to get a little bit older, it's trying to find you're constantly, I think, trying to find the, the balance of what's the right ratio of family time. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Versus their personal space. time. Right. Yeah. Versus your own personal space mm-hmm. time. Absolutely. Add, add to that. So my daughter's eight yep. and she's all into the, you know, she has a phone. Uh, not much decision, but it's monitored <laughs> to a point, right? Right. Uh, it's never the dad's decision. It's, it's never, really not. ever, it's never. Um, but I found that what you were saying is, is there a time like I go in there and check? I'm like, baby, you good? Yeah, dad, I'm good. And I don't hear from her for like an hour and a half. Yep. I'm like, so do I need to take the phone away? So I know she's just not glued into technology or yep. take it away so we can spend some time. You know, she really don't want to do nothing. I really don't want to do anything either. Yep. But just to have that connection for a little bit. Right. So that balance right there, that's that's kicking in for me a lot. Absolutely. I'm, I'm learning that more and, you're, and more. You will learn that even more so as she gets yeah. – how old is she now, five? She's eight. She's eight. Oh, my. Eight. Dude, dude, hold on. When I met her, yeah, she was five. Yeah, yeah it's happening Good fast. gracious. Brother, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, just just hang tight. It, it's about right. to get worse. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Right now, I think it's about to get better because those who didn't hear – our birthday surprise are about to hear it again. They didn't. Oh, they're about to hear it again. They're getting a twofer. Oh, twofer. get after it. Here we go. Oh yeah, we about to get it, huh? We about to get it. What? We about to get it. Oh, okay. It's our birthday, so you know we want to podcast. To be a guest, you got to come over to my house. Shoot the crazy as we record live. Sounds good, but sometimes I want to lash out. You say you don't, but I think you care about it. We're ready for action. Don't be astounded. We're switching the cameras. You feel surrounded. Tell me which topic you want Oh, you know why Oh, you know why I've been waiting Here Monday evening been posting So you listen Oh, you know why Oh, you know why Don't need balloons and cake Just need your ears to listen to Birthday cast Birthday cast Keep it clean Just that was for the joy of the listener. It really was. And we're trying to figure out is the what's the proper ratio of playing that song during this episode? 
I mean, so far, I don't think we've infringed upon that ratio. It's our no, birthday. I think we're, I think we're right is, on. I feel like it's, it is a two-year. It's your birthday. You yeah. should be able to play as many times yeah. as you want. I, that's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's our birthday. And you know we want a podcast. So <laughs> we're talking about ratios. We're talking about the things. You know, We've talked a little bit about how COVID's affected things. Yep. Well, I know one of the things that, that me and you love to do. Yep. We do it with the kids. Yep. And it's actually kind of a part of our history. Our first episode touched on. I was going to see Creed. That's right. You know, Thanksgiving has become, over the last five years, Thanksgiving night has been a tradition to go to the movies with me and the kids. That's true. You've been true. a part of that last couple. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know if we should roll the dice or not at the end of the week. I think we should. I'm thinking about it. I, mean, I we, think we, we should. rent a whole theater for 100 bucks. Yeah, Dude. well, and then the other thing is, who's going? That's fair. If, if they're going to be open, there ain't going to be that many people Yeah, there. time of day. Yep. Yep. You know, yep. Absolutely. That's usually best. <laughs> I mean, if there's even anything new playing, but I don't uh, think that matters this year. It might not. I don't think it does. But but when you go, when we were going to the movies. Yep. What do y'all think about the ratio of um, trailers? Yeah. Like the duration mm-hmm. of trailers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also the ratio just of how long the movie is. What's the sweet spot? Ah. Okay, so there's definitely a there's definitely a point. You get to a point of no return mm-hmm. uh, in a movie where it really doesn't matter how long the movie is. You just have to finish the movie, right? And so that I mean, I don't know what that number is, but it, it's based on the plot. It's right. movie by movie. An hour and a half long movie can drag out to two and a half hours, right? If if it's not done correctly, right? Right. And so mm-hmm. you could have told this, this story and and left out some details that didn't matter early mm-hmm. on, and it cuts down the time, right? right. Uh, there are some movies where I think. Uh, the length of time was absolutely necessary. One in particular is uh, Interstellar. was almost three hours, if not three hours. Uh, there was so much, man, there was so much science and technical jargon in that mm-hmm. that it had to be explained. And then the setting had to be built up in a proper way right. in such a manner that uh, anybody watching it could try to understand mm-hmm. it. And so it was about three hours long. I fell asleep the first two times I tried to watch it. Did you? Because it was so long and I wasn't prepared for it. Right. But after like watching it all the way through, I was like, this is an excellent movie. Right. Awesome. Because, I mean, number one, it's up my wheelhouse. I'm mathy, science kind of guy. Mm-hmm. So it was, I mean, I'm sitting there following it when I'm awake. I'm following it and I'm like, oh man, that's crazy how this could potentially come I to would fruition. Be lost. Absolutely. Right. Uh, I, I, there were people that watched it with me that. Every one of them. What? Right. What? And and throughout the movie, what are they even talking about? It's just a scientific yeah. gravity. They're just talking about the the concept and the theory and the mm-hmm. law of gravity. Right. All the like that's all they're talking about. Uh-huh. And so then they're they're bringing that in as to as a fourth dimension mm-hmm. and stuff. And anyway, so they're they're making it they're making it to where uh you know uh, dimensions are different aspects of science. Right. And so you have uh, what well, you have height. Uh, width and depth are the three basic dimensions, mm-hmm. and then what are the fourth dimension? Because you can mathematically go into infinite dimensions, mm-hmm. right? So what are those dimensions? And so they start bringing in scientific facts uh, with gravity. Um, there's there's others. Time. They go into the quantum around time as one. Yeah, uh, just they go into a bunch of different ones, and uh, and it I mean it can. It can fly right over your head, but the movie does a really good job, mm-hmm. I think, of trying to explain what the movie's trying to portray. Oh, got you. So anyways, but it took three hours to do that, and mathematically, uh, logically, I think it had to. Right. Now, if you take Field of Dreams, 
and you try to make it three hours, you're falling asleep after when it should be over. Right. So, I, you know, I love history. Yeah. So any historical, like, war movies I'm mm-hmm. a fan of. Yep. Gods and Generals was the third installment of um, that trilogy they did about, about the Civil War. All right. Four hours and 40 minutes. Yeah. Wow. So it's been the only movie I've ever gone to that actually had an intermission. Wow. Because at that point, they had to. Yeah. yeah. They had to change the tapes. They had to. They didn't, at that point, four they didn't have enough real. Four hours and 40 minutes. So yeah. I gave up half a day. Yeah. Well, it was, it was incredible. That's not well, mathematically I mean, okay. Eight accurate. hours in a day. Not, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about There's his work. 24 hours in a day. Half what his work day would have been. Oh, I see. Yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like half of like your daylight hour-ish. Kind of. There's 12 of those. Anyways, we digress. Joey doesn't know how to do <laughs> math. <laughs> You're you gave up one previews. third of a day. Okay. Okay, anyways. So, uh, but I think the reason I was, I was trying to go towards that is, is I think in the beginning, uh-huh. when we first started going to movies, uh-huh. I think an hour, hour and a half is kind of what everybody was used to. Right. right. Two hours filled a little bit extreme. But after the MCU, like the Marvel movies. That's yep. what I was going to get into. So now if I go to a movie that's 90 minutes, I feel like I've been screwed You've out been of my cheated. money. Like, Absolutely. I want to know every... I, I want know. a three to three and a half hour, a three to three and a half hour movie right. now. But what is the criteria that makes an hour and a half movie good versus uh, a three hour movie good? The criteria is the how they catch you and are they keeping you entertained? So what's the ratio of action or... Uh, like gripping parts mm-hmm. of the movie versus lull kind of storytelling build up right. scenes. So I think you got to make your you got to catch your audience yep. for three hours. I'm go, I'm going to go watch any Marvel movie or superhero movie for three hours. I'm Absolutely, gonna do it, I have no problem. Right, because I think a lot of times they will throw the backstories in or they'll throw the side stories. Absolutely, in and, and then there's a little there. fight scene, and right. then they keep going. Then there's a little fight scene, like chase it's, scene it's or something all like that. throughout the, right. the movie. Absolutely, you got to keep catching your audience. If you don't, then um, you're talking about four hours and forty minutes, and I I like history movies too. I'm going to sleep. Yep. Not, no uh, have you all seen the movie There Will Be Blood? Is that the oil one? That's the oil one. I haven't seen it. It okay. looked really good. Previews. Okay. Going back uh, to previews in a minute. I, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but... Uh, Richard... It's not Dreyfus. Uh, nope. Daniel Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis. A critically acclaimed actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely. He, he plays whatever parts he plays very, very well. I think yeah, he right. also played the Lincoln part mm-hmm. uh, in, that, in the movie Lincoln. Or I think something. so. Uh, anyways... Uh, there will be blood. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Really? Because it had like three really gripping action moments in uh-huh. a three-hour movie, what, oh. what and movie? it was just built up on on prairie land at an oil well. I mean, that's tough. That's what at least that's what I remember. That's right. all I took from it. Did we go see nineteen ten? Nineteen ten. I don't know. Maybe. That was one that the sto- whole story from start to finish in movie time was like not even twelve hours. And I think it was like Iron Half. Are movie. you talking? Are you talking about the nineteen ten uh, where the the guys were going to warn the brother? It was like a British ah, World War One yes. version of Saving Private Ryan. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. It was like an hour and a half long movie, but it, from start to finish, it was you are trying to follow these guys who are trying to stay out of the way of a bullet, basically the whole yeah. time, or or stepping on a mine. Or, like in the, so, the movie took place during a, a day. Yes, basically, yeah. Like well, half well, a day, half a it may day, be maybe. a little bit more. It, no, it maybe. goes through the night. He gets in that little that, that little town. That's right. So you're right. That girl. And then, and then he gets the, the more the next morning. Right. It's like a night. day and a half, or right. maybe a little more. But yeah. uh, in the morning, this one guy gets a message that he has to go um, give a message to somebody. Brother, I guess I mm-hmm. forget what it was. Yeah, his brother's serving in that. And uh, he gets to take one person. He gets to take one person with him that has to basically trek half the countryside that they're 
Right. Right. At enemy, war with through mm-hmm. the trenches, enemy yep. territory yeah. by themselves. Yep, and it uh, it's I mean it was it was pretty good. It was pretty intense. Well, right. that was one where I think I would say the length of that movie made no difference because of the way they told the story was accurate. Yep. But mm-hmm. for the most part, and maybe this will affect y'all's movie going experiences. But if I'm going to go to the movie, yep. There has to be that ratio of like what I think of action, suspense, how much I'm anticipating, yeah. and length of right. movie. Otherwise, I'll wait a couple of months and I'll just get it on Google. Yeah, right. Google, you know, Netflix. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You'll do whatever. There's movies that look like yeah. they'll be good, but absolutely. they're not. They're not what I want out of a theater experience. Right. Yep. That's why, man. That's why I think I'm really excited for the new Maverick movie to come out because it appears to be. There's a new Maverick movie. Uh, Top Gun. Gun. Top Gun. Oh, I'm that's sorry. what I meant. I thought, no, no, no. Yes, I'm sorry. Not, but I not Maverick. The game. his. Yes, not that one. Okay. Uh, Top Gun. They call it. Uh, yes, I'm looking forward to that. Top too. Gun. Mm-hmm. What Maverick? Something or not. But I also yeah. love that that poker game. Absolutely. <laughs> that poker game <laughs> movie with, with uh, what was that? Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson and Danny yeah. Glover. Yeah, I love that one yep. too. So. Oh, I do remember that movie. That's, uh, that's been yeah. a while. Yeah. No, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, they're it wasn't making Danny Glover. One. It was. Uh, You're thinking James Lethal Garner. Weapon, but they are making a new Lethal Weapon. No, no, too. no. It was James Garner who was, but uh, Danny Glover did make an appearance in that movie. Yeah, he did. They look at each other like. I know you. Right. And doesn't he use the line, I'm getting too old for this in it, too? Something like that. Yeah. So, nice. uh, so anyways, um, yeah, no, but the new Top Gun movie, uh, they have, apparently, they put six or seven uh, 4K UHD cameras in mm-hmm. the cockpits of the of the planes. Right. And while they're flying, I mean, it's, it even the previews, when they showed it, looked like you are in the cockpit. And they could not have cast, uh, well, I forget the guy's name, but I love him as an actor. He's a young guy. He looks just like Goose to play Goose's son. Oh, okay. Okay. He's uh, coming back. He, nice. he comes yeah, he's up. He's the guy that played Pitt, uh, was Sean Penn's character in the Footloose reboot. He played Mr. Fantastic in the Fantastic Four reboot. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Sean Penn. And he was in the Boxer movie where uh, set in the 80s where yeah, he broke I'm his gonna, neck. I'm just going to look it up. Yeah. There you go. That's going to bother me if I don't. Okay. So you, asked, you also asked the question about previews. Yes, like at the beginning of the movie. I, I How many one, previews do you want to see? Now? I would love previews. First of all, I think that there's not enough previews. Uh, okay. So you yeah. you get there, and most of the time, whenever theaters are packed, right, and there's a big release, you got to get there 30, 40 minutes early. Well, you're sitting there watching Maria Menounos do the little... Uh, pre- Access Hollywood. Yeah, all that yeah. stuff. To me, that can go. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. I don't, that can get. There. Give me previews of movies that have already been out. I don't care. Give me more movie previews because I want to see either what's coming out or what it's maybe what it's compared to. Because a lot of times movies that are being released are very similar to other movies being released because they're competing. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Universal versus. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, give me another Fox Paramount. Yeah, Paramount is is a good one. So uh, they're trying to compete. At the, at the box office. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like The Illusionist with uh, Miles Edward Teller. Norton. Sorry. Huh? Miles, Miles Teller. Miles, Miles Teller. Teller. That's right. Yep. Sorry. The All Illusionist. Right. Thank you for that. Yeah. The Illusionist came out at the same time as The Prestige, and those were both movies Basically about magic. Movies, right? Very, very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were different. They were different. Well, I know. But the premise was uh, was magic mm-hmm. and, and a magician. Pre- oh, that's arguable. Oh, I well, we're talking Prestige is where he had the twin. Prestige is where he had the twin. Yeah, the illusionist is where the the kid from the slums basically wasn't royalty in whatever part of France or England or whatever. Yeah, and then grows up to be an illusionist, and he has a run in with a girl that they were going to run away with when they were twelve years old or whatever. Terrible idea, by the way. And they get caught. <laughs> it's a terrible yeah. idea. Terrible. But well, maybe not back in the time. 
for the mm. time, a de- for that time, it was probably okay. Okay. Uh, but uh, so, anyways, they get caught, they get separated. He grows up to be a, an illusionist, and then they have a coincidental meeting mm-hmm. again. Uh, at the ratios least of that happening, right? <laughs> probability so dang it uh, you're close you're close. close and so uh, so anyways but it's uh, the way that the illusions are portrayed in the illusionist versus what happens in prestige it's hard to argue the prestige I might better. have to go back was Ethan Hawke in the illusionist no it was Edward Norton oh, okay. oh Ed Norton and uh, it was Edward Norton and it was uh, I can't remember the bad guy the prince uh, he was uh I might have to go back and watch he's, it. He's been, thinking, of th- ooh, he's been in a bunch of he's been in a bunch of stuff. Is good though, but uh, and it was uh, Jessica Biel was the was the girl. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, anyway, but yeah, the Prestige had a great cast. Uh, you had Michael Caine as the guy who was basically the manager for everybody. You had uh, Hugh Jackman, or yeah, Hugh Jackman, yeah. and uh, Christian. Yeah, Wolverine. You had Wolverine and Batman. Yeah. Christian yep. Bale. Yeah, and. Uh, and so, anyways, you, Golly, you, I want to see him in another action, like oh, and movie. you had Scarlett Johansson, Bill. Yeah, man, you had Scarlett Johansson too in that movie. Yeah, you did. That's yeah, right. She was the the magician's assistant, mm-hmm. yep. and, and for both of them at one point in time. So, anyways, there's a whole lot. Uh, Tesla's brought up in that. So the whole yep. uh, oh Nicholas, uh, they made a Tesla movie too, not too long ago. They I think did last year. They did. I have not seen that. Me neither. There's one that that come out. I forget what it's called, but it, it, apparently it's it's spelled the same backwards or forwards. I forget what it's called, but uh, I want to see it. It's got the guy. There was a uh, an HBO special Ballers that mm-hmm. uh, the Rock was the predominant actor, but the the uh, the wide receiver that's kind of in and out of retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the main character in that one. Okay. I forget what it's called. I gotta go back but, and find um, it, but it's pretty new. He's know. also in Tenet, and I want to see that. Tenet, back. that's the one. That's how you spell it. Back yeah. yeah, but you know who that is, right? It's in Washington's son. Is it? Yeah. I did and, not and know. And once that. you once you know it, like Legit. once once you know it, you're gonna see all the different mannerisms. Okay. And everything. Well, I mean, I've I've watched Ballers, and I never that's knew it was funny. his son. Like legit, that's his. Like no, yeah, legit. Oh, okay, that's his. Not yeah, adopted son. No, no, that's, his, that's his blood. That's he, his blood. Okay, blood he made son. that. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, he awesome. Made. But like, once you yes, hear it, did. once you hear it, like you you know it, you're going to recognize it a little bit more, especially yeah. like when he talks. It's not as dramatic as um, uh, what is his name? The Wayans. Um, uh, not Marlon. Sean Keenan. Keenan Ivory. No. Uh, Damon. Damon's son. Damon. Oh. Damon's son looks just. Like him, yeah. sounds just like mm-hmm. him. It's uncanny. He was in New Girls, mm-hmm. the New Girl or whatever. Right. That comedy with Zoe Dashanel. What is his name? Zoe Dashanel. Yeah, and he was also in the. Was he in the cop movie too, where the, the like buddy cop? He was. Yes. I can't. Oh, I, I can see. Oh, I can totally see. That's Damon Wayans' son. Yeah, but he looks just like. Him. Yeah, I can. I remember see that seeing now. him like, oh my gosh, it looks just now, like Damon Wayans. In in fairness, they all kind of favor one another pretty. They really do. Pretty heavily. Even I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull I think. Uh, I think Keenan. And uh, the younger, I think Keenan and the sister, and I can't think of her name right now. But they but they all great. three do favor. If, if they all three shave their heads, yeah, they that you you would be at. They're definitely brother yeah. and sister. Yeah, which I, I mean, I don't right. want Come the sister on. to shave. I mean, their head. they look like. I mean, get out of yeah. town. Yeah, it's like a time machine. No, absolutely. That's, that's I mean, they. What's his son's name? Junior. Is it, is it just Junior? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I never picked up on that on the uh, on the credits, but mm-hmm. which I don't really. I mean, what's the appropriate ratio of credits at the beginning of movies or the beginning of TV I shows? I don't think I want them. I don't want any credits. I don't want them. Maybe give me the title. Yep. 
And yep. let's move on to the movie. Yep. I, let's get straight into it. And the the end of the the reel right. is for the credits. That's it. At the end of the movie, who who gets credit for this? Matter of fact, I don't even want to see the credits until like I want to see the the hidden scene. Oh yeah, know, I want oh, to see that dude. before I see the credits. Yeah, that was the greatest idea ever. Because... Like I want to see I want to see where it says the end. Yeah, and then scenes that that are are leading think to about, a prequel or sequel no or whatever. One, think about the number. Of, no one ever waited. Right to watch those credits, and mm-hmm. now they have you sitting there. And then I've been in situations True. where they, they, Dude, they, the people. What's the ratio later? of the amount of credit yeah. before <laughs> before the teaser? Well, the people will, in the theaters like guys, listen. There's no end credit, and and nobody's. Nope, I don't believe you. I've, I've been that guy a couple of times because yeah. then I there's the double. Yeah, because you get to the end credit, mm-hmm. yeah. and then you leave, and then you read about it online that there was a second end yeah. credit. And so mad. like, I'm usually with the Marvel movies or DC. I, I'm not leaving until like I'm lights the last one. On. Yep. the lights come on, the and they kick you out of the theater. And I want it two was, people's cleaning too, not just one. I at, want two people cleaning. That's right, at, one for the upstairs, well, we did one for it, and then they can they can go back and, in and game, check each other. Yeah, in game, you you. You you suggested to us that there was no end credit scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, what little do we know, he went that morning or at midday. But um, <laughs> but um, midday. Okay, so here's okay. No, no, let me tell the story. I took a day story. off, so no. it's cool. Okay, so I left school at fourth period mm-hmm. because uh, it was it was either football season or soccer season. It was preseason. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was, uh, but there was a day where I didn't have to stay, mm-hmm. and so I just left. It yeah. may have been a pep rally day. I left right when the pep rally started. Right. Like and then he tell like, "Hey, dude, what's going on?" I was like, "Oh man, I'm stuck at work." He's like, "Okay." Yep. So <laughs> we he okay. To my credit, we were supposed to go see this movie. I went and saw it on like a Monday or Tuesday uh-huh. by my, and then with him later that evening, we were supposed to see it on like that Saturday or Sunday. Right. And then I found and, tickets. And no, 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 no. And mm-hmm. then you cut that off on the weekend because of something that came up. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. We still went opening night though. Nope. Yeah, no. Nope. Nope. So, anyways, no, we were supposed to go the Thursday opener. Oh, right, and we instead we did Friday. We, would have, I went we to did the Thursday Friday opener at four yeah. o'clock in the morning. So, oh, wow. Well, that's so not I far went off. Friday at one mm-hmm. or two, and then we and went that night at two o'clock. We went at two Saturday. o'clock that that Sunday mm-hmm. morning a.m. and uh, and so I'm already seen it. Right, yeah. I've already sat through this three hour mm-hmm. excellent display oh, of cinema. Amazing! I'll watch it right now. Absolutely, and. The glory of Disney Plus is that you can pretty much watch all of them yeah. at any time. Yep. Anyway, yeah. so I'm up there and I'm like, dude, you, you can't, you're not going to believe this in credit, mm-hmm. right? And I, I baited him into staying. Yep. Yeah. And then I got up and like had to go to the restroom or something. All right. And I He's come back outside. I come out behind him. I was like, hey man, there's no in credit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so the, the lady, the, one of the ladies came in with the broom and stuff and was like, they know, they know there's no credits, right? And mm-hmm. I was like. No, don't tell him. <laughs> let him let him wait out. Let him, but had, let him you, chill did, had you picked up on the Iron Man thing at the end yet, though? The yeah, okay, the clanking, yeah. the clanking that people are presuming is Iron Man coming back or something. Come yeah. on, I mean, I think Come there's on. actually been some people it's that a reach. are really into this that have like measured the sound waves. Yeah, and they've determined is the actual audio clip from Iron Man One. Yeah, okay, if it's an audio clip from Iron Man One, okay. Oh well, it's a, it could potentially just be a tribute to Iron Man. Who, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame now, what are you spoiler doing alert: with your life? Iron Man dies. Okay, so very dramatic. Death. It's just a tribute I to think, the beginning yeah. of the MCU. He's going to come back. He he's, has he's, to. He's not. Okay, no, he's not coming back. Okay, you don't, you I think can't, he, you, oh. can't, you can't come back after that. No, it's AI. 
to, to like holographic to maybe pass on his yeah. his uh, stuff to another person. Oh. Yeah, I think it, there's, whether there's it be whether it be a mentorship with um, every a one of them, mentorship with Spider Man. Every one of them can come or, back. Everybody can come back because of the nature of the whole quantum uh, stuff. Of the snap. The snap. Yep. Well, no, not just, not the snap. Not He's just, just talking that. about the, the different the di- dimensions, right? No, the, the being able to travel to the past. All they got to do is take a couple of those suits with a couple of the pin particles oh, and know, put them on them. Sure, hey, but, jump this on, and we're going to program remember, it for remember you. Remember the end scene to um, uh, Captain Marvel, though. Was it Cap- No, no. The end scene of Spider-Man Homecoming, because we, we haven't even gotten into Secret Wars. Oh, because yes. it might not even been the real Tony Stark. That's See in right. the comics, a bunch of like Captain America dies in Endgame, and it's not really him. It yeah. was it was the Kroll, or right. the Scroll version. I of forget him. about that. Yeah, so there there's a couple different ways. Okay, so they can and, do it. and that's kind of my point is that regardless, whatever they they have set this thing up to whatever they want to do, they, they can, can do, do it, it. Yeah. because of the time travel, because of uh, the Pym particle. Being able to reduce yourself to the the quantum realm, they can do whatever they want to do. Yeah, because the Nick Fury that vanished really was the scroll Nick Fury. The real Nick Fury was up in space the whole time. What? What are you one. talking about? Dun, 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 dun. I think that the Nick Fury that uh-huh. vanished. Right. Yeah. Was that's, the scroll that's a snap. That, yeah, that vanished whenever he uh, was paging, when he was paging Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, I so think that was the scroll. scroll. I think so. And the other one's up in space. So those yep. pe- those shapeshifters that that came in yeah. during yeah. Captain Marvel. Interesting. interesting. That's a that's an interesting take on that. Because hmm. whenever they did this in credit in Homecoming, not that much time had taken place, mm-hmm. and it appeared as though Nick was pretty at home and had been at home, mm-hmm. pretty settled uh, on the ship. It's interesting. That's my hypothesis. I might have to go back and look at that. It is on Disney Plus. So it is. Spider Man Homecoming can be watched. I got to tell you what. It will happen. Okay, one more thing, real quick. Okay. Uh, so you do know that they're they're bringing they're bringing back all three. All three for what? this next one. I got goosebumps just thinking about all it. three. What Andrew Garfield and um. Oh yeah, for next Spider Man. Yeah, Toby McGuire. Garfield and Toby. Really? Yeah. Oh man. So because so they got Tom go, Holland. They're Spider-Man. going to the dimensions, right? Yeah. Yep. They're gonna they're gonna do that like in real yeah real like all a, three of them there's been the, with the filming of it they've already they've shown yeah. so you know Spider Man into the Spider Verse with the yeah. with the little Miles kid Miles Morales yep. and the yep. other yep. ones that was really a great movie it did a really good it job it was pretty good good Very it was pretty good Spider Pig I don't I don't find myself Spider watching Pig's a lot funny. of uh, animated movies that I'm that I can follow yeah. DC historically has outdone Marvel tenfold with their animated movies I agree okay because they're they're uh, most of them are not they had their kid kid versions. But a lot of them are geared, tor- geared towards adults, adults. kind of like the. Um, you said DC. Yeah, DC stuff is phenomenal. Right. Isn't that Spider Man into the Spider Verse? Isn't that a Marvel movie? Yeah, I would yes. say you said you don't watch a lot of the animated. And I I'm just saying, saying cartoons in general. I'm, I mean, uh, we're talking Madagascar. We're talking robots. Well, you're gonna have to check. We're out talking the just new. anything animated. I'm like, okay, D- DC uh, animated. Dis- Despicable good. Me was like yes. the one thing that I could hang on to. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm this this week we're off. I'm gonna watch the new Animaniacs. I'm excited about it. Really? It launched. I wow. think it's on oh the yeah. new animaniacs yeah. interesting great okay. oh by the way they're wow. bringing tom and jerry to the big screen too 
Are they? Yeah. Well, they have to. There's I mean, nothing else that they can no do. Point. Yeah. But so okay. good. So this he's trying to get me into the Transformers thing that Transformers uh, is good. That, that came out on Netflix. Yeah. It's not bad. It's, it's short. I, I wish it was longer. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Um, I did it just because of Transformers, and I, I'm obsessive about it. Listen, yeah. once they went into the live action Transformer movies, once they did that. The whole well, cartoon concept of it, it to you. me was like, no, nope, that's, that's not good anymore. This right. was not a throwback to the 80s. Yeah. Yes. Which Wolo, made it worse for which, me. No, but, 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 for, but I mean, I, I there's think a ratio. Right, great. There's yeah. a ratio of how much the lips can move versus the actual words like, coming out want, of the robot. I want to see, I want to see them do an updated retro environment of G.I. Joe. I'd yeah. love to see that. Oh. And my biggest problem with the reboot of uh, Thundercats, the two reboots they did, they mm-hmm. went more the Japanese anime version, which drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't like how they updated the storyline. I wanted to see it much more authentic to that. You're more um, of a hentai type of person, aren't you? Not exactly. I mean, <laughs> not exactly my cup of tea. But um, what I, that's, one that's, of the reboots I thought was... Uh, one of the reboot animated series that um, they've done two iterations of mm-hmm. on Netflix... Um, the Lions, uh, Voltron. Thunder, oh, I'm thinking Thundercats. Yeah, no, Voltron. <laughs> Voltron. They, they did one that was kind of like after Voltron, and it was like a new generation of it. Yeah, really I watched cool. a couple of episodes. Swiss Beats did the intro to yeah. it because he's apparently a big Voltron fan. It was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But then this most recent one they did that really was like all the way back, start to finish. Right. Was pretty good, but much like they did with Teen Titans. Mm-hmm. The towards the back half of it, they started doing the thing where it'd be like a really serious, good storyline. And then somebody would have a reaction. So mm-hmm. they went to the over animated cartoon face with the squinty eyes. Like, uh, what was it? What is the, the Hello Kitty? And yeah. you had the turtle. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, they kind of messed it up when they did that. That's fair. <clears throat> Back to sorry. the. Yeah, sorry. Back to... No, just we because we, we, we kind of went off the, uh, the amount of previews before a movie starts. That's true. How, how are we feeling about that? I like previews. I'm going I'm to get to this. Yeah. 30, 40 minutes before. So I want to see all the previews. I don't want yeah, to miss anything. Absolutely. I want there to be previews. I want to see if there's something else that I'm going to come spend money for. Right. And if and the preview is what makes the movie. Yeah. I like the three to four minute preview. Yeah. But I'll tell you something that's really fun. Um, if you go to B&B, they have retro nights where mm-hmm. they'll show an old movie. Right. And if you go do that, they show retro trailers. Mm-hmm. And that is that's mind blowing. So yeah. I saw one for The Godfather and one for Rocky. Mm-hmm. How they were pitching that movie, yeah, is not how we know the movie, yeah. right? Like to me, so I'm thinking to myself, like twenty, thirty years from now, mm-hmm. if we go back and watch a trailer for Avengers, Avengers, for yeah, for anything, are we going to be completely mind melted? Right. Like that's not. That's not how we remember the movie. That's not what the movie, yep. our interpretation right. of the movie. Well, see, here's the thing that I like about the trailer. Number one, how many scenes are deleted whenever they make the movie? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So the trailer doesn't necessarily, excuse me, doesn't necessarily give away what the movie's going to be. Yeah, cause mm-hmm. they, because of a uh, response to the trailer, they change it sometimes. Absol- they do. Absolutely. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yep. They re- completely redid that movie. Yep. I liked it. I was. It I mean, mad. it was entertaining. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't Oscar award. I wasn't looking for. Any, I wasn't looking for it to be freaking amazing. Either. I was. Yeah, the absolutely. same way with Pokemon. Yeah, with Pikachu. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I didn't it's think that actually, was terrible. It was. It's actually pretty. Ryan good. Reynolds. Is I it? thought did a good job. Yeah, in that. I, thought, I like Ryan Reynolds. Yep. And he's a good actor. That, he's the only reason I gave it a chance. Yeah. And I was really surprised. Cause I thought I was going to hate it, but I actually really liked it. Okay. Cyclops was in Sonic. The guy who played Cyclops. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So uh, I forget what his name is, but like James Marsden. James Marsden. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but any, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to a trailer that if that trailer can catch my attention, if it's in a genre that I like going mm-hmm. to see a movie. Uh, I want to see. I want to see quite a bit of what was on the mind of whoever was making it. Right. You know. I like it being much more the movie, like the old trailers. When it was like, you know, in a dark alley. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like, uh, you know, the enemies surround him. But whereas now they're just showing the storyline. Yeah. So I think um, Morpheus mm-hmm. is one I cannot wait to go see. Right. I mean, I'm a big Jared Leto fan anyway. Cause mm-hmm. That dude throws himself into it. Right. But um, that how do you feel about him and, and Joker? Um, I am so excited that he's part of the reshoots. They are for I'm Zack Snyder. They're taking them. Are you I, talking about like in the Suicide Squad? Yeah, stuff? I was. Yeah. I was. I'm I, I wasn't a big upset, fan of that. Horribly yeah. upset right. that we didn't get to see more of him because DC um, is very distinctual, in my opinion, like with their different universes. Right. And so the original Joker uh, that Jack Nicholson played mm-hmm. was spot on to the TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, right. and then true. the Joker that Heath Ledger played, to my Man. opinion, was just phenomenal r.i.p the goat um even even joaquin phoenix yeah for that storyline i think joaquin phoenix is the best one that's done do you i'm 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 heath i'm i I think listen the the whole concept i think it's apples and oranges well that okay well they're both fruit okay so uh you can definitely compare them because one is different than the other and but but leto served its place in that um, that yeah. world, no, absolutely. Right. It, that was a weird comic book superhero villain movie and with Suicide Squad and all that. Other but it, stuff it, but it's on. one of those takes on the Joker that we hadn't seen brought to real life, and I thought that's he true. did an exceptional job. Right. Well, see, and that's the thing that I don't like necessarily about DC is all the different takes on all the different superheroes and villains. I mean, how many Batman have there been? There's been like twelve. Ooh. Yeah, Val oh, right? okay. the worst. <laughs> hey, but you know who's coming back though? They signed Michael Keaton. Yeah. They're developing a bat. I got goosebumps, man. Batman Beyond live action. Okay, yeah. let's go. Uh, yeah. There's a lot good. of people that say Christian Bale was the best, but his his version of Batman mm-hmm. was way different than the George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Mike In- Keaton era. And then he was way different than also the the Ben Affleck one. <sighs> So, but then you also have the Will Arnett who played Batman in the Lego, Lego. movies. He's great for that. He was yeah, perfect he was great for, for that. that. Yep. Um, I'd have to go Christian Bale, number one. Okay. Yep. Michael Keaton probably be my number two. Mm-hmm. George Clooney's last. And yeah. Val Kimmer's just like, okay. Uh, but then they had the Robin suit and Robin. Never mind. That's uh, see, I think story. I think as, let's call him cliche as he Affleck is. Work. Ben Affleck. He's grown he up. Did, he did it well. He did what he He played the right. job well. Uh, but he had been aged or whatever. Yeah. And so he wasn't, he already wasn't as athletic as the rest of them. He was kind of yoked up a little bit, though. He was. He did get there, but he was also very easily injured. Yeah. And his character depicted. But from from the Justice League cartoon series, you know, Mm -hmm. they show on Cartoon Network. I love that one. It was much more adult oriented. Mm -hmm. I felt like, in hindsight, because now I've gone back and watched those movies again, get ready for the Zack Snyder cut, you know. And I think he actually did a really good job for that Batman. Yeah. And I'm going to give Glittery Vampire a shot in this next Batman movie. I'm pretty sure it's going to be horrible, though. I think it's going to be all Who right. Who is it? Uh, what's his name? Pattinson? Robert yeah. Pattinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the I new Batman? Just, just, uh, okay. They're doing a different version of okay, it. Okay, so listen. Here's This brings up another ratio question. Yeah. 
What is the ratio of the number of actors that can play a single role? It's all going to depend on who's directing. Everybody has their different viewpoint. Okay, but but okay, but you you have the different actors, but then you also have the audience. What is the audience expecting? So that's the one thing, in my opinion, that made the Marvel, the MCU, as phenomenal from start to finish as possible. I think there was only two or three characters from start to finish that uh, did not retain the same actor. Hulk. Uh, Hulk was one. He was the biggest one because he was one of the main Avengers. Yeah. Well, I, I think they grandfathered that movie into the MCU. I think they did as well. You and know what I mean? Once so they, it's a technicality in my opinion. Once they, I think Mark Ruffalo did the best of all yeah, of them because he was able to because he was able to, to do the rest of it. Right. He, once he got in, he was it. Mm-hmm. I think Edward Norton's was good for that vein. For that, though. yeah. Well, okay, so to me, Eric Bana and Edward Norton's were the same. Mm-hmm. Were exactly the same because you had that uh, uh, the big purple one. But Ruffalo never really Ruffalo's character came into Hulk's life where he was much more adjusted. Whereas I thought like uh, I don't Edward think that's Norton's, true. Edward Norton's was much more the darker period the of time. Begin, when the it beginning was of it yep. when it first happened. Now, yeah, Eric Bana was the first one. But they, they rebooted it though. It was the same. same. No, it was like a annihilate versus. It was like Hulk versus Annihilation or whatever the thing was. It was like number two movie in a in a line. It wasn't a reboot. I think it was. No, because they didn't show how he got... Like, they had already character built Eric yeah, Bana, but then right. they brought I back think, Edward I, Norton. I think instead. they went in... Because I think they're going to do a third one. It was just... in line. Okay. And so, anyways, uh, so because because they grandfathered in the Hulk, mm-hmm. uh, so you have the Hulk, then you have uh, the guy who played uh, the general was a couple different people. Yeah. And then and you Falcon. have... Huh? Not Falcon, I'm sorry. Uh, War Machine. War Machine, oh no, War Machine was always... Don Cheadle. Okay, no, was, uh-huh. was, w- w- yes, War Machine was always... No, Don it was the one, it no. was the first the guy. guy. The guy from uh, the show on... Dang it. He's a show on Fox, Empire, he was also in... Terrence uh, Howard, Terrence Howard was the first... First one? Yep, he was the first one. No, first he was one. not. I, I, how much money do you want to put he on? He was either the first or second one, but he only he didn't He was stay. not the first one, he... Okay, um, he was not the first War Machine. He was just the first person. He was, was Rhodey. He was Rhodey. Okay, it's so the same thing. Okay, well, okay, but he was never as War Machine un- in the suit. He, okay, he I got wore you the now. suit I see in Iron Man Two and bl- flew it to the hangar whenever they had the fight at his birthday. But he was never War Machine. What's his name? What's his name? The Don, su- Cheadle. Don Cheadle was. Always War Machine. Okay, I, but okay, he was, but they but Rhodey was the one who okay. switched. Okay, right. that was the smallest switch because yeah. it was just the two characters, right? Uh, Terrence Howard played the first two yeah. Iron Men, and then Don Cheadle played the rest of the MCU. I thought Terrence Howard only played the first one. Yeah, I think they made the swap to Don Cheadle in Iron Man too. I think they did, but he only didn't come back because he wanted more money. He's a little yeah. butthurt about that. Well, I mean, his career changed though because you had. Uh, uh, what was the movie? It may uh, have been Iron Man 2 when he came in, but I think it was Oscar Iron Man 3. Mo- the Oscar winning movie? 36 uh, Mafia won this for the song Hard Enough for Pimp? War Machine right. didn't come in until what Iron Man 3. Oh, my goodness. Um, if you wouldn't have brought it up, I would have been able to tell you. Um, Hustle and Flow. Yep, okay. Yeah. I knew we could look it up, but I was like, I get stuck no. on those things, and I'm like, I want to remember it. Hustle and Flow. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, so you had that, and then you had uh, Tony Stark. Tony, or not Tony Stark, uh, Howard Stark. Okay. Howard Stark was like three different people. 
Well, I understand the two different people. I understand the one from the concept of... Uh, they had to go back to the past. They had to go back. The, I understand yeah. that one, but whenever it was roughly the same age, there was two videos, two like old, real-style yeah. right. videos when they were two different people. Mm. Yeah, I like the one from Iron Man 2 the best. Okay. I'm just saying. Oh. But I'll tell you who else I didn't realize. Um, Winter Soldier. I had a hard time... It, when seeing the Winter Soldier later on, I had a hard time. I had to go back and Sebastian that really, Stan. Yeah, was that really the same actor? Because I thought it was someone else. Almost. I thought was, he's been the same one. The, the guy who played Bucky. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Then, I'm agreeing with you, but I'm saying, but like, oh, it just took you. It was a distinct difference right. in, his, in his appearance and stuff, plus some time. Yeah, and he buffed up a little. Yeah, bit. But that's the thing to me that makes the ratio awesome yeah. is that they've maintained the growth of the character and the aging of the character. Right. Through the entire story how, arc, mm-hmm. or whatever, but how like many, that's how that, to me that's the reason why uh, that's the reason why movies like um, um, Lord of the Rings and then The Hobbit mm-hmm. they have such a great connection because Gandalf is the same person in all of it, and he connects that. Uh, Gandalf. The uh, the Hobbit that steals the ring is in the Hobbit original. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then they go back into time, and it's the younger version of him. My precious. And so they maintained character. And then at the end of the Hobbit journey, mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, I think Frodo is in it, makes a little appearance yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's on the boat when um, What's-His-Face goes with him off into the elf heaven or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, I'm though. not talking about the end of Lord of the Rings. I'm talking about the end of the Hobbit when, when, when What's-His-Name comes back home. Like I think a young Frodo makes a makes an appearance. Oh yeah, yeah, because they. I, I, yeah, I'm sorry, I got confused with Bilbo. So, uh, but my point is, is that that and then Harry Potter, mm-hmm. the only reason for the biggest change, which was, uh, uh, what's his name, died, right? Yeah, uh, the original Dumbledore died. The original mm. headmaster of the of, right. the of the of the school died in real life, so they had to find still, somebody else. I'm still trying to catch up with all that. I didn't watch Harry Potter. Well, so I didn't read it. Because I don't like reading books, right. I like, I'd rather watch the movie. If Shout a out movie. to book club. And so, uh, and anyways, <laughs> dude, I hate you. I absolutely hate you. Gotta so find the right button. <laughs> my point is, <laughs> my point is, is that I, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like the movies because they don't go with the books. But right. For me, the movies were great because there was no loss of character mm-hmm. development. Like, they were all the same, all the way up until they were married with kids yeah. and something. See, I mean, it was crazy how they kept everybody outside of Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. Um, there may have been one or two other minor character changes, right. but everybody's the same. Right, and See, it's, I mean, it shows the growth of the movie, of the story arc. That right. Jackson guy who did Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, for me, out of all the movie adaptations of books I've ever read, I've never witnessed anything that completely created what I my imagination was because reading Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit as a kid, yeah. mm-hmm. when I watched those movies, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this is exactly how I pictured it. Yeah. Right. Whereas, like, um, I read the most recent like fictional books I re- read. I did the Hunger Games series. Yeah, and read then, all those books. Um, it's good. What was the other one? Allegiant, Divergent. Oh, that Divergent, series. That, yeah. I thought um, I thought Hunger Games did, did a much better job. Right of capturing a lot of those elements in the, of the book, than the Divergent. I thought I watched the Divergent movie. Mm-hmm. It was good. There were three of them. Oh, yeah, three of them. Yeah, they're they're good. They were but, decent movie. They were entertaining. But yeah. to me, I don't think they were as good as the books. Mm-hmm. And I've heard similar thing with like, I tried to get the kids uh, like Jordan uh, to read 
the Maze Runner series and the Percy Jackson series because mm, right. he really enjoyed the movies, you know, when they were coming out and everything. Yeah. But never so did. listen, here's my deal with books, and this is just for me. This I'm sure people are different. I'm gonna fall asleep reading a book because mm. reading a book is boring. Reading a book is very monotonous. Mm. No, but you can't. Most books you can't stop and read the whole book, and if you do, it takes you how many hours? That's, I read, and, and there's my point. It takes you so much time, it creates this bubble of monotony that I'm going to fall asleep in in the first five pages. I did, I did the Hunger I, Games series in less than, I think, six days. Okay, You took you six days. It would have taken me six hours to watch all four But no, I was reading it at the gym doing cardio. Like, but I'm telling you, though, if, if you've ever been lost in a book. I've, like, I've been there. You know what I'm I mean? with you. It's it's an incredible experience. I listen. Okay, so I'll do I'll do an audio book all day long, because yeah. uh, so that that movie or that movie that uh, that book Extreme Ownership that I talked about yeah that's written by uh, Jocko Marine. Will and a couple Marines. Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. They read it in the audio and yeah. Audible app or whatever. They mm-hmm. read it and narrate the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I listen to that, and every time I got off, it's just like listening to a podcast, right? I'm listening to a book, so I'm listening to all these stories that they're telling. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like I read the book, even though right. I didn't read it. But then I went and bought the book. Mm-hmm. And so I can go in and highlight a lot of the stuff that I saw. Yeah. And now I can go out and pick out the things that I thought were excellent, like lessons or whatever. Right. And I, I used some of them for soccer last year. And I think that's a lot, I think that's a lot of where the growth came from, mm-hmm. is that those lessons were very applicable to those kids. Right. There were a bunch of seniors that wanted to do everything their own way. Mm-hmm. They didn't want the new coaching change. Uh, you know, I, I thought that was awesome. The junior year, they were like, Coach McMurtry, are you going to stay one more year? Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, okay, thanks. Yeah. You know, I was in the room when they said that. Right. Uh, which, it is what it is. They're 17-year-old kids. They don't want things to change. Yeah. Uh, but Stability. they did. They had to run with it. Yeah. The first part of the season was, was pretty rough. Right. Like, it was a, it was a struggle. It was a, it was a, it was a, uh, authority struggle it was uh mm-hmm. I, who, who am i listening to why am i listening to you right. all that stuff and uh and so i started i was like you know what who cares about soccer let's let's talk about being a, a having good character right and mm-hmm. so i started listening to this book and i started bringing in some of the aspects of that yeah and uh, once i started doing that they had to start thinking introspectively mm-hmm. more than externally right. and so they started thinking about what they were doing as opposed to what they were responding to mm-hmm. and it man it, it made them it made the conversations between us way better and uh, I mean, it, I'm not saying that I'm a genius, but because I took a lot of the stuff off of that be. book, but I'm, I maybe I mean, I might be, but but anyways, but it, it, the end of the season worked out amazingly right. well. And so, anyways, uh, awesome. not all heroes wear capes, bro. But I didn't, but I didn't read that book. I, I listened to that book, right? And it was good, but even still, listening to that book took four days, yeah, of, of time where I could sit down and listen to it. See, I'm like you, probably I get I'll get lost in the book. Anything adventure-wise, growing up, um, I forget what it's called, Aragon. It's about a freaking little farm boy who came across some dragon egg. Oh, and yes, dude. Being a freaking, Good. And the, the books, <laughs> I love the books. The books are amazing. I watched the movie, and I was highly disappointed because yeah. all the elements in the book, I'm like, okay, they're going to do a movie about it. They're going to make it great because this book and this series is great. Yep. The movie's like an hour and a half. It yep. cuts out so much stuff, and I'm just sitting there like, what, what what is this? This is yeah, crap. You're expecting to see some of the scenes you read about, right? And you don't. Yeah. Or if you do, they're not done that good, right? And it does, and that does depend on who's directing it. True. And so, mm-hmm. and how you know the budget and the the production right. value and all that other stuff. So. But, but I think there's there's I, I will say the the there is a lot of like incredible parts of falling in love with something 
in other mediums and then seeing it brought to life in others. Mm-hmm. So I'll say like the whenever um, at the end of Hunger Games where she kills the president lady. President lady. Uh, what's her name? I forget her name. I don't you know. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, I, I cheered. Like I was so like yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't know involuntarily. Yeah, because I I wanted that to happen. <laughs> I wanted to see it. I was so excited for it. Right. Um, but similarly to the Teen Titans adaptation mm-hmm. they did for the DC streaming service, mm-hmm. I've wanted to see a legit Nighthawk mm-hmm. development transition in live action this whole right. time. Um, and we you know there was a, the the tease that you were going to get to see it uh, after the third Batman mm-hmm. because you know the quote unquote Robin is the cop guy. Uh, but when that finally hit happened at the end of season two, mm-hmm. um, I was I was really excited about it. I right. like, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I got to catch up. I started season one. I finished season one. I just never got season two. Never started. On Dude, it. I'm crypto, season three is coming. Crypto out, right? and Superboy. Yeah, they nail it. Do they? Well, listen. Nail you want to talk about some ratios with Netflix? Uh, Netflix didn't give us an opportunity to determine ratios of our own. Of our own liking in terms of how to watch TV shows, right? Right. They just put it all into a big bucket and said, "Hey, hey. once you go diving, once you go bobbing for apples here all for right. a second and see what you get, yeah. And then here's a show or a movie or whatever, and watch it. And if you like it, here we'll come out. Maybe we'll come out with another season, right? Or whatever. They but do. They do that very often. I I get how there some people are doing it differently. Like, um, I think Disney started phasing things in. So Disney, I think they had to because mm-hmm. of contracts, Disney's but even still. Doing, Disney's doing weekly episodes of like Mandalorian. Yep. Great show. Um, on Amazon Prime, uh, The Boys. The first couple episodes of season two. Yeah. They were uh, meh. Well, but the last two were okay, phenomenal. But, well, okay, but that, uh, episode two had an element that came back in on episode four. Mm-hmm. So it made, I mean, it's it's going to tie together, I think. Yeah. But if you, I mean, if you just, if you're wanting some something to come into after season one, I episode love... one and two were like meh, yeah, meh. So, so Hap, but I the see. last two episodes were pretty good. Yeah, I think I love the fact that that Hap, the guy that plays Happy in MCU, he's behind, he's he's doing the writing and and most. Yeah, of the Carl Weathers producing. directed number. No, four. I was to say yeah, Apollo did number four, yeah. and then the, we were talking about the last time uh, the redheaded actress, um, Bryce, not Bryce, uh, Bryce Howard, Dallas Howard. Bryce Howard. Yeah. She you know she de- uh, she directed part uh, the third third one I think yeah. right. But I, I did a little bit of reading after the guy from Breaking Bad yep. showed up with the light sword. I started doing some research on that because I'll actually I've gotten to where I've watched on YouTube like an hour and a half of the cinematics of like the Old Republic trilogy video games mm-hmm. just because I to get the backstories for all this type of right. stuff. And so uh, from what reading I did on the origin of that whole sword and what it means and stuff, I'm super excited. To see the plot line going towards right. um, this, this whole Mandalorian Empire thing and hmm. going after that. And, mm-hmm. uh, and then the, I don't know if y'all realize, but I think the person that she's sending him to is um, Anakin's Padawan. You know, in the animated series, she's got the tentacle hair. Okay. I never watched, but I did, this scene previously, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, I'm super. I like Hakito. I don't remember, but it's. I'm excited about it. Are you? You can't tell. Awesome. You can't do. There's no <laughs> ratio in your face right now of excited uh, to dude, not excited. I'm sorry. I'm always gonna be a kid at heart. No, it's good. No, but listen. Here's the deal. Sometimes you just have to celebrate some stuff, you and do. whenever whenever it's time to celebrate, you just <laughs> let the celebration fly. Let it happen. You just do. Oh yeah. We about to get it. 
It's our birthday, so you know we want to podcast. To be a guest, you got to come over to my house. Shoot the breezy as we record live. Sounds good, but sometimes I want to lash out. You say you don't, but I think you care about it. We're ready for action. Don't be astounded. We're switching the cameras. You feel surrounded. Tell me which topic you want Oh, you know I, oh, you know I I've been waiting, meet up Monday evening Been posting so you listen Oh, you know I, oh, you know I Don't need balloons and cake Just need your ears to listen to Birthday cast, birthday cast Keep it clean Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About, celebrating our second birthday, 108 episodes, once this one is over, which that's almost about to be. But uh, but Frank, Tank, yes, sir. we appreciate you joining us. I'm glad to be here. We yes, hope sir. it's the first of many, because be the door is always open. Yes, sir. And, uh, and I mean, you know, the, the topics are endless, because it's things you think you don't care about. Right. Right? Absolutely. Uh, but you can find us on all social media platforms, mm-hmm. all podcasting platforms. Mm-hmm. Averagesmedia.com. Yeah, and uh, and you know, make sure you check us out. Give us a listen. If you want to, if you got a podcast and you want us to listen to you, we'll do that. We'll return the favor. Do we take topics from people? Absolutely, yeah. topical right. awesome. suggestions, one hundred percent. So yeah, uh, you let us know, yeah. we'll make it happen. Yeah, if you want to come in on a certain topic, you tell us. We'll mm-hmm. make that happen. We'll make that the next episode that you're able to come in. Absolutely, it's been great. Absolutely. So uh, until next time, I'm the average Joe Boo. I'm the average Joe. Telling you to keep it clean. Darling, Texas, things you think you care about is back for season five with brand new guests and fun segments for your entertainment. You're gonna have a real good time with the average Joe.